Welcome back to the Controvert Podcast, where we talk about growth motivation, modern dating, and crazy stories. Today, we got a full house again. It's probably like our third full house ever. But we have a full house, and we're going to talk about modern dating. And we have Joanne, a special girl right here, special guest. And you two are, you guys are married, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Cool. You guys want to introduce yourself, like just your name, and then uh, the topic today actually is going to be should men pay for dates so let's just have your name and if you think men should pay for dates just think about it simply don't like let's just give a short answer for now and then we'll dive more deeper into it later first date right not just dates we're talking about first date right just just try to answer um. it as simple as possible <laughs> um. so just yes or no, yeah, just yes or no. Okay, just yes or no. we'll dive deeper into it later my name is joanne Wenceslau, and no i don't think men should pay for dates and hello, my name is James Wenceslau, and I don't think men should pay for dates. Um, I'm Sandy. I don't think there's any rule that anyone should pay for a date. Okay, cool. And then I'm your host, Panda, and I definitely don't think men should pay for dates. All right, so, I mean, before we get deeper into this, I want to ask Joanne, why do you think that men should not pay for dates? I don't think men are obliged to pay for dates. But I guess it's to each their own. If the man wants to pay for a date, I'm not going to stop them. But I'm not going to demand a guy that I just met to pay on the first date. Yeah. I don't okay. think I'm entitled to that. Okay. So if he doesn't pay for a date, like the first date, would you still go out with him the next time? If he's got like a good vibe and all that stuff. If he has a good vibe, then maybe. Yes. Okay. For me, the important thing is them offering like, hey, do you want to split it or do you want me? Like, I can cover it. And then that's when I'll come in and be like, no, we can split it. It's fine. But obviously you're married now, so you're not going to be going on any more dates. Right? <laughs> so, you know, yeah. no. I'm just saying in a hypothetical situation or back then. Okay. So you've been married for how long? It's been like a year or so, right? Year and a half. Year and a half. And you're, I think, 27, right? 28. 28. Okay. is pretty early to get married. So I would consider that a pretty successful relationship and marriage, right? You guys have a yeah. pretty good, you guys connected within like a year or so, and then you got married within a year or? or we got it? married on our two year anniversary. Oh, two year. Wow. Yeah. It's been that long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two year anniversary. That's when you guys got married. Okay. So do you feel like nowadays it's a little bit harder for modern dating because there's more of an expectation that men have to pay for, for dates. Let's start with Sandy, actually. What's the question? Like, why men have to pay for dates in modern dating? I mean, like, do you think modern dating is harder now because there's a bigger expectation that men have to pay for dates? And say, for example, if he doesn't pay for a first date, would you still go out with him? Um, I would because it really depends on the vibe and the person, like his financial status. Um, it's, it's a lot of different reasons. So I would go with him again if I'd find him interesting to hang out with. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then do you think like modern dating is failing because more and more women are starting to expect that? I think, you know how like it's, for me, it's kind of like, 
Because I think a lot of women, they feel like if the guy pays for the date, it means that they're trying to invest in them, which is not true, right? But what's true is, well, in my opinion, what's true is if a man doesn't pay for the first date, I don't think the person is interested in you. Of course, there are like other exceptions. So I'm saying like, even if the guy pays for you, it doesn't mean he's interested. But if the guy doesn't even pay for the first date, for sure, most likely he's not interested. That's my take on it. Yeah. Did you guys have anything to say for that? Like, does that correlate with interest if he doesn't pay? Well, I think more of like if the the man t- pays for the date, it's more of like a gesture, right? You're trying mm-hmm. to show the girl that you want to sweep them off their feet, especially mm-hmm. on the first date. So I wouldn't say it's necessary, but to kind of help in the guy's favor to show that he appreciates and like, you know, shows affection towards her, then he yeah. would go ahead and pay for the date. But my question for all of you guys is why does it need to be like a guy having to pay to show the gesture? How come it can't be both sides? Because if we teach equality, teach at a young age i learned at at a young age that men and women should be equal right Mm -hmm. obviously it's not equal but you know we're taught that you should respect the certain amount of equality and authority right so if we're taught all of that stuff and then men are still expected to have this gesture of um, paying for the first date and all that stuff or even second date third date then why why does the man have to initiate that gesture right um i don't think the man has to i think it's more about like um between two people who's identified as the alpha who's identified as the beta so if you identify yourself as the alpha then of course like you naturally take the initiative to treat or to you know take that step forward so it just depends on what role you identify yourself with you know but women don't like beta guys, right? <clears throat> they want an um, alpha guy. So then- I think it can. I think a person can be both. You know, like it. Like sometimes down. Like in the beginning of a relationship, maybe the man is the alpha, the the female is the beta. But then, like you know, as the relationship goes on, sometimes like the roles like they switch. You know, that's what I think. I think if we're talking about a more like modern dating within culture, um, mm-hmm. I think right now is more about. Like the term, you hear the term like hot girl summer or like things like where the individual is focused on possibly dating as many people or showing that they're able to get these many people's attention. So uh, when it comes to um, girls expecting the guy to date in this circumstance, right, girls are trying to get guys to pay for them and kind of almost flaunt themselves like, hey, it's my hot girl summer, right? I'm getting all these guys to pay for my dinners. Some part of that dating culture is involved in that kind of aspect. I think there's also a statistic too, like I think one in four women, they try to just like get a guy to pay for the free meal. Like they just go out with a guy just for a free meal or something like that. I think I posted it on my story or something, right? What was that? Yeah. St- it's something like that. Don't quote me. According to a new study, many women are choosing free meals over relationships. The study in the journal Social, Psychological and Personality Science says up to a third of women have engaged in a foodie call. A it's when a person girl. sets up a date with somebody they have no romantic interest in, all for a free meal. Yeah, so I think like because of that, it could be a little bit superficial, like where this woman just goes out with this guy just for like a free meal. And then, you know, so we're kind of setting up a means of materialism and superficialness. And if you want a relationship to be pure and well, close to pure, it's not going to be 100% pure, right? Mm-hmm. If you want it to be close to pure and full of love, like without materialism, then you would want it to be not the guy paying for like the first few dates and stuff like that, right? 
So I, I do remember, Sandy, you did mention before, like, you do want a guy to pay long term for like dates and stuff like that, right? So um, <clears throat> I think um, so a lot of my girlfriends and I were actually the type of people that if we go on a date with a guy that like they like us, but we know that we just like them platonically. Me and my friends, we would not let the guy pay. Like sometimes we'll take the bill or we'll split it because for me, like I don't want you to spend money on me when I know that I have no interest in you. But it's not. But if it's with a guy that I like, it's not that I expect. It's not about the money, right? It's, I mean, if the meal com- meal comes out to be like thirty dollars, come on, like I can afford it. But it's just more like if I'm really interested in the guy and. I want to like like what he said earlier. Like I want to know if he would make that gesture to show that he's willing to you know pay this meal for me. It's about the thought. It's not really about like the money that we're going after. Why know? why does it have to be related to paying? Why can't it be related to like if he could lift heavy boxes, like for oh, example groceries definitely. or whatever. Yeah, right? for sure. But the first date we're talking about like first date dinner, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. I value um, active service more than a lot of other qualities you know so that's definitely like an important one but we're talking about first date it's like the initial impression this is guy like i said earlier just because a guy pays for you it doesn't mean he's interesting you he could be get, trying to get into your pants right but like i said if a guy doesn't even pay for you the first date then I, you you kind of just take it as oh i don't think this guy is really that interested in me you know yeah okay I think, too, it's been a long time that men have been expected to do, like, acts of service for women without being asked, like, them taking their own initiative, and it's been so long, like, women stay home, and then men work, and they provide, like, it's outdated, and people are still in the mindset that men should always be the providers, which I totally disagree with, and then women feel entitled to just do whatever they want because they're a woman, and not have to put in like not even 50% of what is needed in a relationship just because, you know, I'm a woman, my man should protect me and provide for me and do everything for me because I'm a woman. Do you think there's a double standard now? Because as feminism allowed for women to have more access to jobs, now it's like, okay, so if women have more access to jobs, then they should be pulling their own weight. And if they're not, and they're expecting a lot more, then it's kind of like a double standard. That's what you're kind of saying? Yeah, I think it's very double standard now, especially that women have more opportunities now than they did before. Okay, cool. So, (laughs) So the backstory on this is that I got matched with this girl, and then I saw on her prompt, princess treatment 24-7. That's the key to her heart. So do you guys think that this princess treatment is starting to become a little bit toxic where women could like expect all this princess treatment, but they're not doing anything to account for it? I think so. I mean, but I... What, what is like princess treatment? Like what is, to what extent is a princess treatment? Like how far does it go? Like to see like if I were a guy and I saw that and I matched with this girl, I would probably ask her like what is princess treatment to you because it's such a generalized you know topic that it could be either like an excessive thing or something that I just want a gentleman to treat me the way I'm supposed to be treated yeah when you say a a gentleman treating you the way you want to be treated is just like respect right right and respect does not equate to just him paying for stuff no oh definitely not no so I think princess treatment is defined as 
getting your meals paid for and getting pampered where you get driven around all the time and you don't really have to do much. That's my definition of princess treatment. So in that regards, like I remember, Joanne, you did mention that there was uh, some things about like unempowered women, right? Like that's what princess treatment kind of translated to. So what do you think would be wrong with unempowered women? With what? Unempowered women. Sorry, can't even talk today. (laughs) I feel like unempowered women because they don't have certain control of their life. When they date, they try to exude that in their dating life. And it's just like, I need to be in control and I need my man to do what I want because everywhere else like i don't have control do you think that you're more of like a princess or you're more of like a empowered woman like who carries who wears the <laughs> pants in a relationship and your guys' marriage who wears the pants i think it's it's pretty equal because there are things that i won't do that i'm like hey this is like i set a boundary this like i don't want to do laundry i don't want to do dishes and he takes on that thing but like when it comes to driving I will drive. He's asleep the whole time. Mm. <laughs> and like some of our friends are sometimes like, James, like you have to drive. Like you're the guy. I'm like, no, like he doesn't want to do it. Like I'll do it. Like if I can do it, if I'm capable of doing it, why am I going to force him to do it? You yeah. know? So it's like we kind of even out each other's wants and needs. And it's like, okay, well, whatever you don't pick up, I'll do it. And it's like if you're in an 80% one day, like, and I'm at a 20, like I expect you to be there for me for the, 80 that i'm not there so it's not necessarily like one is uh female gender role one is male gender role because people would assume that male gender role would be like driving would be like making money right and a female gender role would be like doing the laundry or cooking and oh we're the complete opposite complete opposite right so i think what is really important is when you have a sense of equality and you can carry each other's weight but for the case like this a princess treatment 24 7 in my eyes when when i see that as a guy I'm like, holy fuck. Does that mean I have to cook and clean and make and money work and, and drive, drive yeah. you and all this shit? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yo, that's crazy. But okay, like James, let me ask you. Sure. So being like more of like, I guess, feminine roles, like yeah. doing feminine roles, does that kind of turn you off that she does more of like masculine roles? No, not really. I think um, as she said before, as she said before, it's just showing showing up for each other in areas that we're not willing to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when it comes to, um, I think princess treatment, there are ways that I would still kind of court her every day and show my affection, show my love, and respect that in that way. Um, I think that nowadays, I think girls are taking advantage of that princess treatment and just seeing it as an overall arching everything should be treated out towards me. Uh, but I think when you're in a relationship, you know how to court your partner in the correct ways that they um, and I truly appreciate it. And that's all that really matters. I think it's just more of like when it comes to the first date, um, like you don't, I think the individuals don't know each other. So they just want to take as much as they want out of each other. I think nowadays, like, like they want to take more than receive. Yeah, I think right, right now dating is a little bit almost selfish in the initial give. part. So yeah. it gets it gets more challenging because now like um, I I was in in that stage before like I was being very more selfish towards myself. Yeah. It wasn't until I met her I was willing to be unselfish and be more vulnerable that we're actually able to kind of come in fruition of like our relationship now. Um, but just um, yeah, just dating nowadays is just a lot more toxic. 
oh by the way feel free if you guys like see any like holes in anyone's like logic you guys can just pull coals into each other's okay sure you know (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i'm not i'm not gonna be leading the whole time so i need some other people to chime in and stuff like that um i i feel like um speaking of like the first date i think it's very common for people to i mean i don't disagree um a lot of people talk about how women they're gold diggers they go on like dates with men just because they want to get a free meal which there are a lot of people like that but i think what a lot of people haven't talked about is that there's actually a lot of uh, male gold diggers because i used to date people where they borrowed money from me Mm. and to gamble or like i always had to pay for everything because maybe i come from a better background than the guy's background so Mm. i think you know this is why i try to keep an open mind with a lot of things because you don't know what the girl's been through why they feel like oh i kind of want the guy to pamper me because i want to feel love because of what i've been through and same as guys right so so that's why I feel like it's really it really hasn't been talked about. But then I think the problem yeah. with that is then you become like this where you're like princess treatment 24/7 and you don't want to do jack. Oh, I think that's a little that's so, that's yeah. too extreme. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just uh, saying that yeah. you know, there's always a story behind like everyone's past. But yeah, that one, that, that I don't I that I don't agree at all. Yeah. But, I but think- yeah, I know what you're talking about, Sandy. I think that women they experience some sort of trauma or like some sort of bad experience where mm-hmm. like they got juked or they got chipped with money some yeah. with mm-hmm. some really bad guys and there are really bad guys out there you know mm-hmm. they're pieces of shits that don't really have a sense of responsibility and i'm not going to deny that but the thing is i think it's really important if you like go from this point and just turn complete 180 mm-hmm. and you're just like oh, now yeah. you want a guy to do everything even like the mm-hmm. female gender roles i guess so that's a lot of the things that i experienced james i don't know if back then two years ago before you got married before yeah. you met joanne was that stuff that you were also experiencing where it was like you would feel the need to do the male gender roles and the female gender roles um i would say i i don't have a very like i she is my second girlfriend so i don't have a very strong i i've, I've talked to other girls so um in this particular i don't for me like i came up the same way as you are you did where like i want to court the person i'm trying to date or trying to show off my affection so I would do all those things. I wouldn't say I've cooked and cleaned because I didn't live with them, but like I'll do everything I can to kind of show that. So, um, I'm sorry. What's the question? (laughs) (laughs) I do that all the time. Yeah, (laughs) you did that like I think twice last time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you guys want to check out that video, what's the title again? It was like uh, "Feminist Asses What People Bring to the Table." Yeah, something like that. that. It was also a full house session where we had like to other people, Tran and Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I think that was the one we watched two yeah. nights ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we fell asleep like it. We, we fell asleep. We threw it at night. <laughs> no, 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 no. We threw it at night. That boring or what? No, no, no. We, found, we found out we're doing the podcast. Like, oh, let me just throw it on. I just want to yeah, see how like, it's let's going. Let's see like, how it's going to go. And so we just like, we're laying in bed and I just threw it out on the speaker and we're just like listening to it and just like talking about it. And then he, just... he didn't knock out. <laughs> I did. So sad. I knocked out. But, dang, dude. I mean, you guys are still big supporters of Controverse, so I really appreciate that. <laughs> and anyone else who's watching, thank you. Um, okay, so... Well, I think more just circling back to the questions, I just really enjoyed courting. I think that's... Even growing with the music, or you're really just throwing yourself out there to yeah. show your love. I just enjoyed that. So I come from a different background. I know that 
um i think like you said i think at this point for this treatment 24 7 girls or either or even males they just want to have zero risk when it comes to dating nowadays because they're just the bad histories they've had before so they'll do anything to kind of just protect themselves as much as they can yep all right cool yeah, so I mean, you mentioned it, right? So I'd assume that like most guys, they actually enjoy the stage of like courting someone they like. So um, so I assume that like on the first day, they will want to show like, oh, I want to take the initiative and get this meal because I think that they would actually enjoy that. Wait, wait, hold up. So with this whole thing about like courting a girl, like do you mean you like the chase? When I was dating like, Fully on the yeah, I, I enjoyed the chase. I enjoyed, um, you know, getting fla- get yeah. I enjoyed like if I had to get flowers for that person or pay for their meals or, um, this is like back in high school where I like this is girl I met literally like maybe three days before I took her to prom. I paid for everything, the limo, the ticket to the prom, everything just because. Wait, hold up! But isn't it like a little bit frustrating that you have to do that all the time? Man? It's a repetitive cycle of dating apps. Yeah, I think so, but um, I think. At that point, I think what I've learned, because I was kind of losing heart in it too, right? it gets exhausting if it doesn't come to fruition and your relationship fails and you kind of, then you come and become more selfish. Now you are being more reluctant to do all these things because you're almost scared or afraid to get hurt again. And so um, I think when it came to me being selfish, um, kind of more closer to when I was closer to dating her, I kind of found out that the more selfish I am towards myself, nothing's going to lead up to the relationship that I really want. I'm protecting myself. I'm not putting that hurt at risk anymore. Or I'm, I'm not risking myself getting hurt. But that relationship can no longer... Like, I don't know what that relationship is going to lead to because I can't court them and they don't know how much I care for them in that way. Got it. So I think what you're trying to say is that initially you like the chase and then, then for a period of time you want to be selfish because you got disappointed and hurt. Then you were like, oh, I'm coming to this realization that, you know what, if I keep having this mindset... I'm going to keep myself guarded too much. Yeah. And if you keep yourself guarded too much, you won't be able to let your walls down. And I think that's very important because exactly. then you won't be able to trust anyone, right? Yep. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I totally agree with that. I think that's also a problem with modern dating now because yeah. modern dating, you have a lot of people who are just always like, oh, are you a fuck boy? Are you a fuck girl? Yeah. And it's like a battle. It's a psychological <laughs> yeah. battle. Yeah. yeah. Like, hmm. What's this person's strategy? Like, sure. what, are they trying to. Uh, Shit, I was gonna say something pretty bad, but Wait, are they are they trying? To, it's like a the it's like the battle of the uh, sperm. I don't know. What? I don't know. What I'm trying to say. <laughs> I don't know. It's like uh. it's like you know, like in World War Two. It's like how can we siege this enemy's territory? It's mm. like how can I siege into her mind or his yeah. mind so that she really likes me or that he really likes me and just like mind fuck her. And I feel like it's just psychological warfare at this point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but let's uh, move on to this. Okay. So, this is some backstory. Oh, that's such a... Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's kind of a turn off. Yeah. You see someone... Um, <laughs> yeah, let me, let me give some backstory on this. All right, so I got matched with this girl also. Why are you getting matched with girls that have, like, no value? all right i wasn't gonna say what you said i I, I have a a quote 
from what you said when you reply my story about this. You remember this, right? Yes, I remember. Okay, so. It's, it was so funny because after you posted this on your story, like I was going to go off on my story and be and like just go off. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> so can I say what you said? Sure. You said, at least be pretty if you're going to be asking guys to pay. <laughs> I was like, That's damn, brutal. this is savage. <laughs> I kind of agree with you. <laughs> all right, so you guys agree that like, you guys are all in agreement that, but okay, mm. the thing I want to ask you, Sandy, though, you mentioned before that like girls deserve to get their meals paid for. I never said that. If if they spend all this time looking good and all that stuff. I, I, I never said that. Or, I don't know. You said something about like. That was my girlfriend that you. But you said you, okay, you said you agree with that. I never said that I agree with that. I never said that. I, I am so the opposite of that. Okay. I never said that. I, okay, so then you say you kind of understood that. You were I, like, I understand where she's coming from, but I don't agree with it agree. because okay, it. if you spend a lot of money like getting dressed up and putting your own makeup, I would do it for me. I'm right. not doing it for the guy. Right. I'm doing it for me. So yeah. why would I expect him to pay for me because I'm spending all this money? Like, okay. you know. Okay, pretend, right? Pretend you're her. Pretend you're her for like five minutes. Okay? <laughs> I so can't. Try, try to think about how she would be thinking about it. Okay, so you were there. You heard everything. You pretend to be her. You, no, how would you she, I like, don't know. Because okay, you you're were... really good at putting yourself in other people's shoes, which is good. You know, that's a really good like trait and power. This is a you know? trick. Okay, so <laughs> trick. so what do you think that she was trying to say? Like, because for say for example, okay, you spend all this money and then you try to look good, but then you still end up looking I like this looking like <laughs> it's is this lady like you know okay so okay um, you spend a, yeah, i'm so pretty sure she spent a lot of money okay th no to do her hair well keep dress. in mind too like did you see her age uh i forget what 22 like, right 22 what it's 22 like, yeah, when true. you're that young, yeah, like true. you're not out for something serious. And even if you are, like that's not the kind of thing you would that's, be posting on your point. on your dating app or your dating profile because technically like a dating profile is a resume, like a dating resume. This is what people base you on. Yeah. So, okay, well, anyways, oh shit, show her name, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Okay. <clears throat> Wait, why is it still playing? Uh, but I do think like, like, like <laughs> okay I, I think I had some replies I was like <laughs> okay it's, it's a little cut off it says for the streets okay so do, do you guys think okay so what I want to ask Sandy is just getting in the mind of her okay like what do you think she was trying to say like if a girl spends all this money and she still looks like this. Okay, her dress looks expensive. Her hair looks like it got. That's done. a dress. No, no, earlier. The, <laughs> not, not this one on the street. But there's the red dress, right? And then her tattoos are probably expensive. Do you think that's justified? That, you know, like for example, she spent all this money and she still looks like that. Is it justified that she still has this expectation that guy should be paying for her? Well, I never think that kind of expectations are even like validated like i never agreed that in the first place so i'm a little confused but i mean like um, what do you think she's thinking like do you think she would still think okay yeah like what, this what girl i know does... was just thinking <laughs> what, you, what your friend was thinking <laughs> um 
I really don't know that girl that well, but I do know there's a lot of girls with that mindset. It's like all over the internet. And I really want to assume that I feel like the girl that we know, I think that she's been through some shit with like men in the past where she wasn't treated really well. So right now she feels like, okay, like I feel like she probably feels like, okay, well, I'm going on a date with you. And if I don't look good, you probably won't like me. So I'm going to look extra good for you. And this is like the effort that I'm making. I'm not saying that is the right way of thinking, but if I put myself in her shoes, given what she's been through in the past, maybe now her mindset is a little bit more on the extreme side, which a lot of people are like mm -hmm. that. You know, even men, they've been even through Even guys are shit. like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's not just women. I think both women and men, yeah. I think, I think if you have a past history <coughs> of being manipulated with like words of affirmation or anything else, like they might even just come to paying for the first meal as the only way that someone can show that they love me because mm -hmm. everything else that everyone has showed them has led to just negative outcomes because you told me you also like got hurt before right mm -hmm. when you were trying to like court and then you were yeah. like disappointed so later on you kind of felt guarded you wanted to change your way around mm -hmm. you don't want to be the mr nice guy that's yeah. always putting the effort yeah so yeah yeah well <clears throat> i honestly i would kind of disagree with what you said though because <laughs> um what <laughs> like i think for men though like we wait is this well, anyways, wait, why are you, sorry, don't look at the screen. All right, okay, sorry, I didn't turn that off. Okay, what I'm trying to say is that I, I, dis, I disagree with you because I feel like when men go through like these tra traumatic experiences, we don't expect the next woman we date to just completely do everything. I feel like when women go through these experiences, they're just like, all right, men are all trash, so I want a guy who can take care of all of this for me, and then their standards increase. But when guys, when we go through traumas like this our standards kind of decrease i don't know <clears throat> if you you feel that same way james but like for me when i had gone through like bad experiences with girls i'm like you know what i'm gonna just look for like someone with just like a good personality at this point no but i feel like men self-sabotage themselves like for women if we get fucked up by a guy like our standards increase because we already know what we want for guys, it's like if they get messed up by a girl, you guys go around and sleep with multiple women because you don't know what you want. <laughs> and it's like you're self-sabotaging yourself. I mean, as much as we are, but at least women put value to themselves rather than guys do. But, I mean, is that really self-sabotaging? <laughs> because usually guys and girls, they would use like just a hookup as just a means to get their mind off that oh, other true. person, right? Yeah. When they're yeah. heartbroken. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily think that's self-sabotaging, right? Well, to me it is because it's like, I guess coming from like, I don't sleep with people outside of a relationship. So for me, it's like if I start dating somebody and they're like, oh, this is my body count. And it's like, well, like, how does that make me feel? Like I'm giving you something that I usually don't give other people. And it's like, you're just here oh. throwing yourself in like using other girls. And it's like, I don't feel special. Mm. I see what you're saying. Because you only like have physical interaction when you're in a relationship right so okay so for I me see. i value that yeah 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 i think that's great that's good okay so you did mention that like if a guy has slept around with a lot of women then it's kind of like disgusting that's kind of what you're saying like you, it, you it like, turns me off it, it turns me off and it worries me because it's like okay well he's had sex with so many people it's like what if he doesn't feel a certain way when he does it with me like, is he doing it just because he says he loves me? Like, that's how we started because I don't date 
around the way like people our age date around mm-hmm. i date to you know be long term and that's yeah. what i told him when we started talking i was like hey like if we're gonna talk like this has to lead to a relationship or else i'm out okay and cool. so when he had told me about the girls that he was trying to get at and like oh um i haven't had sex and i'm in college and i just wanted to get it out of the way and uh-huh. for me it's like I thought people have sex because they love the other person, not just because like, oh, I haven't done it yet. I'm inexperienced. So let me just get it out of the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think women have trouble kind of like understanding that because men by nature, I think they're just more horny and we could just have sex. Yeah. Like emotionalistly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not bragging or anything. It's just more (laughs) like, I mean, I think by nature and by genetics, it's just like that. I mean, I think there's this one video where it's like, men could impregnate like almost half the population or something like that like i, I don't remember the statistic <laughs> again again but like there's a statistic that says that men's like sperm they could like just in- inseminate so many women but like women can only have one child right they can only be pregnant at one time right so a man when he ejaculates <coughs> then that would make a lot of women pregnant but I'm not gonna be that. that <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys get it. You guys get what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> but okay. But Joanne, I I kind of want to ask though. Like, so when guys, when you see a guy, or back then when you're dating around, mm-hmm. when a guy was really experienced, he had a lot of girls before, and has hooked up with a lot of girls. Did that turn you off, or that turned you on? It turned me off. But I try to see past that because, you know, somebody. As somebody that has gotten cheated on before, a lot of people have told me you can't base your current relationship or like the dating scene you're in now, you can't base it off of your experience because everyone's different. So when a guy tells me like, oh yeah, this is my body count, I'm like, okay, let me try to see past that and let's see like how it works out. But if they act fuckboyish while they're with me, then I'm like, bye. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with that, you know, because I think that with a lot of girls that i dated before because you guys know me i'm like pretty fuckboy and stuff like that i'm not gonna like i mean not anymore but you know i've had a fuckboy pass right yeah so when i was like fucking around and stuff like that after i finished then like i got judged by all these girls and then their walls were really guarded and then i don't even think that it's just me but i think with several other guys they would have this attitude even if this girl doesn't know this guy's past she would still be like oh you know what like i can't trust you and as what we were talking about earlier like if your walls are just up then you're gonna have like this toxicity and i think like relationship to be successful there has to be trust and i think that's why that's a big reason why you two um are really successful with like having a a marriage because you guys are 28 how old are you 28 28 as well yeah 20 and then you guys got married pretty early and then you know mm-hmm. right yeah i think well we start actually started dating like right at the start of covid so we couldn't <clears> go out and do like sociable things we actually since we were long distance dating we would spend days like i would visit here we would stay in a hotel room we'll dine in eat in i'll spend like a weekend with her and then go back down to san diego so kind of left with no other additional space other than just like having talks and it was great that she kind of came forward with like she was only going to be dating me if it was for the long term so it kind of broke down all those walls i'm like at least now i can trust her and that now this is where it's going to lead up to i can be less reserved with all my 
uh, background, history, you know, secrets, whichever, and then um, kind of just be fully vulnerable with her. And that's kind of what allowed her to be more vulnerable with me. And then we became to trust each other even more. Cool. Did you have something to say? You kind of like got up and stuff. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, um, so trust is like one of the... Um, the keys to um, a successful relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you think is important? Do you think conflict resolution is important? Do you think that's one of the most important or that's... I think it is because I'm a hothead. I love <clears throat> to argue and I love to fight and I will pick a fight whenever I get a chance. <laughs> and like the guys that I've dated before him, excluding Phil, um, they were very much on like, okay, I'm going to argue with you head on too. And it didn't solve anything. You know, it made it worse. And then... When I started dating him, it was so odd because every time like I would try to pick a fight, even if there's nothing to fight about, I would just pick on something and he would say, oh, babe, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, what can I do to make it better? And I'm like, that's not what I want you to say. I want you to argue with me. (laughs) (laughs) And then like at the beginning of our relationship, like I say things I regret when I'm angry. And he's the type of person that likes to fix things right then and there. Like, if I'm mad at him, he's like, okay, let's sit down and talk. But it's like, you can't talk to me if I'm not level-headed. So you have to give me time to calm down. Mm. So, like, the the longer we dated, he already knew, like, okay, I'm going to not talk to you. I'm going to wait until you calm down. And I'm going to wait for you to approach me and start the conversation. Because that's when he knows that I'm ready to talk without being hostile. That's good. I, okay. And I think another key for relationship, I think everyone kind of um, st- like shit says that communication is like really key for just a successful relationship. But I think it's also a bigger step to actually being willing to understand the other person because you can communicate all you want. Like I can be direct with her and try to resolve the conflict, but that's not how she resolves conflict. That's not how she doesn't want to dire- uh, resolve it <coughs> right then and there. She <coughs> wants to, you know, she needs time to process everything. And we come from kind of different perspectives on quite a few things, um, but willing to kind of one, respect each other and understand, try to understand each other is kind of what allows communication to keep going. Because if you guys aren't willing to understand each other, then you guys are just going to keep communicating, yelling at each other. Even if you're just talking, it's not going to get anywhere. I feel like it's not just about like communicating with each other, right? Or like trying to understand with each like understand each other. I think it's also like having like a really high self awareness, um, because I feel like sometimes people they don't really have self awareness, including myself. Sometimes that's why sometimes I need time to like process and think about it. What is it that I I've done wrong, or why is this person thinking that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's also very important. I think that's why everything kind of like ties into trust because if you don't have trust in that person you can't trust that that person will be self-aware so for example if someone's being like this girl's being like not self-aware and then then the guy is like not having that trust anymore that trust is broken and so if that's already broken then that's pretty much the end of it so if you could trust in the long run that this person is going to be having self-awareness or having qualities like what you guys talked about conflict resolution whatever you guys just discussed um then i don't know it all factors into trust and especially trust at the very beginning it's pretty important because i've had girls i went on dates with and they just could not get over like my fuck boy past or they just could not get over 
like even if I don't, I don't even talk about my fuckboy past. Mm. They're just like, yeah. you look like a fuckboy. Like, <laughs> like, what can I do to make it so that she could trust me? And I think that's why it's so important because you could have had like a really good potential mate, and then you mm-hmm. just cut it off just because you're scared. <clears throat> and so I think what you what you mentioned that's really key point, man. Uh, and that's actually something I want to talk about in another podcast long time from now i don't know it's on my list there's a lot but, of things but on my trust list. um i think that's a good point right um but how how do you expect people to trust you because i feel like from the beginning of the relationship i feel like trust is something that takes time to build so it's not just like when you meet someone you need to trust them right off the bat mm-hmm. it just really takes time like a person can be so complex their past like it's so complex it's just not possible to trust someone right off the bat Mm -hmm. there's always going to be doubts and questions and it's really just time and patience true but i think trust when you just like first meet a stranger we're talking about like the basic trust like when you meet a stranger you trust that they're not a piece of shit and i think Mm -hmm. what you're talking about is like full trust what i mean by like trust is just like you the meet a person trust. on the street uh-huh. or like on a dating app, you don't instantly assume that they're a piece of shit. Then I think that's the base level of trust that people need to be successful in a relationship. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's true. one thing I learned from when we were dating is you can't let outside influences like determine how much you trust a person. Like he was hanging out with people that were not of good reputation you know like i've heard things about them and i'm like why are you hanging out with these kinds of people like what does that tell me about you but when we started dating i was like you're completely different and that's when i learned Mm. when you date somebody you can't listen to what other people say you just have to find out for yourself as much as it sucks but that's how like i guess the risk of finding someone for you is just taking that risk of trusting them without influences from outside i agree uh, wholeheartedly yeah i think going off with trust something that i kind of um developed my within my i went to therapy back when i was a fuck boy and like dealing with a lot of shit and so um one thing that i fuck boy before yeah hell yeah does he not look like it dude i don't know he looks like so innocent yeah shut up (laughs) i I was i was yeah holy shit i was i was yeah so um this whole time i was like let's pull up some fuck boy (laughs) pictures let's pull up some fuck boy pictures (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to see so so the thing the thing was uh that i kind of really took away from the therapy is that like because i was always getting hurt by these girls and like i always would think the worst about the worst case scenario like i'll play that in my head always play that out and like i'll do that because if i'm right then i'm right then that's like i'm prepared for it but the one thing is that like if i keep playing those ideas in my head why would i want to be right about that like why would i always kind of picture that happening why just so i can feel better or i can feel like i'm right even though um you know it hasn't even happened yet or may or may not even happen so when it came to like let's say with you know dating um joanne it's not saying that she was a a fucker or anything like that but i wasn't you weren't you weren't um (laughs) but to really it to (laughs) yeah but not like i could play a lot of worst case scenarios uh, of us not working out but that's not going to help either one our relationship in general and that's not going to help me because now i'm just going to be more reserved i have to just have full faith in her that no, this is also what she wants. 
um, background, we were talking and then you didn't, we weren't, um, I actually asked her to be my girlfriend um, quite early in the relationship, but she said no. Um, she came from... How early? Like... Three months? Three months. And then that's from early? when we started talking. And then... That's early. Then, well, keep in mind, too, this was when Phil had passed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. And so I was in a mindset, like, I don't want to date yet. I'm not ready. Like, I can't put... I, I'm the type of person to put myself 100% in a relationship. And if I'm still thinking about my ex, like, I can't. I can't do it. Mm. Yeah. That's pretty formidable. Sorry, I to cut you off but like yeah. you know it's pretty formidable that man should we even discuss like just a little bit of this that's fine yeah. okay so like her ex passed away or something like that he was also a good friend of mine and then i guess three months after or so <clears throat> so it was i met him two months after phil passed oh so then five months okay. and, then and then we you're still started with him. talking and it just was it didn't feel right for me to be like oh let me just move on it's like I have to pay respects to the person that I loved before him and yeah. it just didn't feel right. So I was like, you need to give me time. Like it's like I understand if you're not willing to wait, but like I hope you would because, you know, I really like you and I enjoy your company, but I wasn't going to force him to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, so I want to like go through the whole thing about yeah, us, me- about us it's meeting. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. So um, we met through mutual friends, um, and I actually knew Phil. I met him like once or twice before he passed, and I knew that she was the the girlfriend at that time. And so uh, when I met her, I actually had no intention of dating her. I was in this. I was already in this phase of I was past being a fuckboy. Um, I was more like I don't want to re- re- see every relationship of a girl I meet to try to be a potential relationship. I should just you know appreciate that I have a bond with them just in general and just like respect that. And so uh, when it came to uh, her, I had no intention of dating her. And then it wasn't until I got to know her more that you know we started speaking more. Had you no know, same interest, interest in each other. Um, I think we then ended up posing a question like, oh, maybe we should start talking, start start dating. Um, and as me knowing her in her past, like, I think I was more reserved because, like, I knew that came with, I wouldn't want to say baggage, but that's kind of what it was, is, like, she came with um, baggage baggage that I I knew that I had to be okay with before I started dating her because I can't, I can't expect her to just drop it and then move in with me. No, like, I, I have to. I don't to... know if I would consider that baggage, though. I mean, that was something kind of, I mean... I was going to say that's something out of your control, but, I mean, baggage is a lot of times out of their control as well, right? Uh, I'm sorry if that was a bad connotation for baggage, but I just knew that she came from a... I know what you mean. A lot of things that she had to process. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I... Yeah, so out of of respect, like, I gave her as much time as she needed to, you know, um, you know, accept us being in a relationship. I didn't... I come from an understanding, like, I, I know that I'm not here to take place of her late boyfriend, but it was more of um, I'm here to show that I'm there for her through thick and thin, and, and if she appreciates that and wants to continue, then that choice will be up to her. Yeah, I think that's pretty crazy because, like, with all of that shit that happened, like, with Phil's passing, mm-hmm. and then two months <clears throat> after you, like, kind of met him, or yeah. you guys started talking, getting mm-hmm. a little bit more serious, yeah. and then now you guys are super serious and married. So I think that just kind of goes to show to, like, viewers that... Yeah, sometimes you just got to give, like, some faith to, yeah, like, a yeah. relationship and not just, like, yeah. totally be like, oh, this guy's a fuckboy. I'm just going to, like, mm-hmm. let this go. No, and, like, yeah. for you know? girls that 
feel empowered or that don't feel empowered, like you can always go for the man. Like you don't have to so hold you back. Went for him? I went for him. I went after him. Whoa. Oh, I oh that's that. why. Yeah. I went <laughs> after him. Because yeah. yeah. mm. oh. when he had asked me, he was like, no. But even in the beginning, like I was like, I'm kind of interested in him. So backstory. So I was really sad after Phil's passing. Yeah. And it came to a point where like I was hanging out with people that like a lot of my friends are guys. And so I was hanging out with guys that slept around a lot. So I was like, why don't I try that? Like, I don't do that. So let me just try it. And, and it was just like, <laughs> did, did because I was sad. Like, well, my best friend had stopped me. He was like, you're oh. the type of person that gets emotionally invested when you have like a physical interaction with somebody. Yeah. So don't do it because it's going to mess you up. And oh. so we had planned to go to San Francisco with like our other friends and they had invited him and I was like, oh, you're going to drop me off to my room after the club and like we're going to fuck and then that's it. <laughs> Wait, him? him? This fuck boy? Him. Oh, like, shit. Like I was like, we're just going to sleep and that's it. Sleep together <laughs> and that's it. Like I was in this mindset that I was like, I'm going to try it out because it seems like it's working for my friends. Like, you know, like they give this I don't give a fuck attitude and that's what I wanted because I didn't want to feel sad. Wait, wait, hold up. You were like, let's go to the hotel and we're just yeah. going to fuck. Or sh he said that. No, no I said that. Said oh, you said this one. Oh, wait. Like, so I was going to I was gonna stray away from my I only mm -hmm. fuck in a relationship. Because I was like, I'm so oh, sad. I haven't had sex. And it's just like. <laughs> well, you didn't go through with it. Right? I didn't. No. So the trip didn't pull through. The trip didn't pull no, through. We had a conversation before. We had a conversation before that. So we were about to go to San Francisco. And we we're. I was okay with just being a hookup for that trip. And then she, last minute, changed it up and was like, actually, I don't want to just, you know, fuck around. Would you consider being in a long-term relationship? Oh, you I yeah, like, I just, I couldn't do it. And I then, love the And then I was so scared to tell him or ask him that because I was like, what if he says no? Like, I just want to sleep around. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, how 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 much hurt can i be in like i've already been through so much like how much hurt how much more hurt can i be in so i was just like holy shit i want a relationship after this and he's like okay let's do it and i was like <laughs> that's when you guys got together <laughs> yeah no not yet oh not, not yet, yet. Not. well i guess but we were we, exclusive we were exclusive but point. i was like let me just work on myself for a little bit because i don't want you to feel second to phil oh mm. like if i'm in this i'm in this like 110 percent. i don't want you to feel second to anybody so you just needed your time to process yeah. and he was understanding enough to give you mm -hmm. that time yeah, yeah. i like so that it was like a lot. six months before <laughs> wow six months of waiting mm -hmm. that's yeah. that's true love i love that yeah <laughs> okay let's yeah. um let's play this video john you remember oh my this god video, i right? hate this video i hate this video so much <laughs> when he takes you to the car what's the first thing he's supposed to do open the door for me good job when he takes you out on this date, who pays? He does. Perfect. And if he doesn't do any of these things? He's a fucking asshole. Truth. Alright. What do you gotta say to that, John? Well, okay, first thing, can you blame girls now for thinking that way if they grew up like that? Like, I don't think you can blame I, somebody if that's all they knew. I think you can, because self-awareness goes a long way. And then if... You, you, like your parents are not saints and if your parents are teaching you this and now you're a grown-ass adult you should reflect a little bit and be like oh this is not something that yeah. was right that i grew up with I agree. like there's a lot of things that i got taught from my parents that i reflect and i'm like you know but not everybody not... has that self-awareness to reflect it takes somebody else to they tell should. them like your parents were wrong 
and like you need to change because like let's say like kids that grew up um a certain way that their parents taught them that's all they know and the first teachers in your life are your parents parents, and so who are you going to believe outside people or your parents and of course it's going to be your parents and if your parents teach you like this and for somebody outside of your family to tell you that's incorrect or that's wrong wouldn't you think like they would go against you that's like a lack of responsibility though because if you're just like going based off what you learned in childhood Mm -hmm. and you're not Mm -hmm. like going back and thinking is this right or wrong Mm -hmm. like a lot of people in this world are fucking npcs like they're like robots just like Mm -hmm. going through like their day like oh this is what my teacher taught me and they don't question the morality of Mm -hmm. it they're just like going about their day doing their stupid work or whatever nine to five job then they come home netflix go to sleep same old bullshit right everyone's just like a lot of people on this world are like npcs they don't think and question so i think even if they're like npcs or robots or whatever they still lack responsibility you know and they should still reflect a little bit that's just my belief but i think as this girl like okay let's like put her as an example when she grows up and her relationships fail continuously over and over again i think that's what pushes people to really be Mm self-aware is like trial and error if Mm -hmm. something goes wrong continuously and it's the same you know routine every time like i would question myself and be like why isn't it working out with these people but it's like what we said earlier like remember her friend where it's like she had traumatic experiences Mm -hmm. where i don't know if it's trauma but like bad experiences with guys then she starts to have a higher standard Mm -hmm. then it's like if you have a higher standard then it's like a kind of like a graph like the higher standard you have the more failed relationships you have so failed relationships is on the x-axis y-axis is like um, higher standard right so well i I think too when girls set higher standards when they date people it's like a checkbox like they're like oh what boxes do you check which boxes am i willing to give up and a lot of girls and even guys they're not willing to give up anything on their list when they do a checklist with somebody that they're dating they're not willing to be like oh i can give this part up they're like no you have to have everything and I think yeah. that's unfair. Yeah. That's what modern dating is now. The mm-hmm. standards are getting a lot higher. And I think that's why it's failing a lot. Because people just see on IG, like, lavish lifestyle. And they're like, I want it to be like this. Mm-hmm. Or they see, like, Disney. They're like, Disney is so romantic. I want it like that. But Disney doesn't really teach you that. You have to pay for everything as a man. <laughs> so I don't know. where They're probably getting it from, like, Kim Kardashian or some bullshit. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Then they factor everything together and they're just like, all right, man has to have, God damn, this thing is spazzing out. Sorry for the viewers. All right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that like, then they start thinking the man has to have romanticness and they have to have like the ability to pay finances from Kim Kardashian or whatever bullshit. Then it's like the standards are so high through the roof. That's why the modern dating, I feel like it's failing. But on a guy's end, do you think for the girls like do you think the standards are getting high for guys Uh, like me personally i feel like the standards are getting higher for women but the standards are getting lower for men i mean you guys could disagree if you guys i what's considered a high a man with a high standard like what does that even mean well i mean there are men with high standards i mean what does it mean when a girl is looking for a guy that's higher standard i mean like what what does that entail 
Well, like I have friends that will be like, <clears throat> oh, um, if I ask them, like, what kind of guy do you want to date? Like you're single, like what guy would you say yes to? Yeah. They're like, oh, has to make more than me, has to make this much, has to, you know, be family oriented. Like they basically have a checklist that's like, okay, mm. does this man check this box off? Does he make more than me? You know, does he... Is he family oriented? How does he treat his mom? But what if that girl has like absolutely no chemistry with this guy and he just looks good on paper? Is she still willing to go for that? I have no idea. Okay. Wait, now, I have a question though. Like yeah. you have a lot of male friends, right? Mm -hmm. Now, from your experience, like talking to your male friends, mm -hmm. do they say like the checklist too or what? Oh, they so have a checklist, checklist. But in the meantime, while they're not, you know, when they haven't found a girl that checks off majority of those those boxes they're just sleeping around oh. i really don't believe in checklists though but i don't either me. yeah it's just it just doesn't work like that you know you can meet everyone that just write on paper you yeah. guys have yeah. good communication but something can still feel right. like it's lacking yeah. yeah you know yeah okay all right <clears throat> um let's move on to this video i think Dryan, you asked me i asked you how you felt about this yeah Meet someone better than them, smarter than them, fitter than them, bigger than them, more inspiring than them, more successful than them. Otherwise, where's the attraction? I'm asking, maybe some women don't mind, but I mind. I need to be inspired by the guy, otherwise I'll eat them for breakfast. I mean, I'll finish them off in 24 yeah. hours. I just, you know, I also need someone to handle me. And only an alpha or a double alpha can do that. Women. Double alpha. Double. What, is, what is a double alpha? That's me. <laughs> I didn't know there was a such thing as double alphas. Yeah. Um, Joanne, what did you want to say about this first before I go? I, to an extent, somewhat agree with her, but I also don't. Like, when you're in a relationship with someone, you become a team. And it's not always going to be 50-50. And so for me, like, when, when I date, I don't technically look for things that they like holes that they could fill in that I lack in, but it's like, however I can benefit from our relationship. That's why I would want to date somebody or like invest in somebody. So you would want a guy that is like a double alpha or alpha. No, I'm the alpha. No, you're okay. I'm definitely <laughs> okay, let, me, let me ask you, let me ask you about that first before I do my thoughts on this. Okay. So yeah. Okay. You, Think of yourself as the alpha, right? Like okay. you're the breadwinner or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You do more of like the male roles and stuff like that. So do you feel like that would turn off a guy though? I feel because like some guys are intimidated by that. They are, right? I think that's hot. Well, I'm not a guy, but I think that's hot. I think it <laughs> might take away from the, the guys like feeling what, what they can provide for. Because if the girl starts doing it, like what am I here for? What can I do to show off how great I am? Yeah. Just make sure you're talking to them. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> move, move, move a little closer. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, even now, can I? Hmm? Like, he recently got laid off, and um, there were some people that I've told, and they were like, you know, like, people would leave. Like, girls would leave. And I'm like, well, aside from being married to him, even if we were just dating and, like, living together, why would I leave based on, like, financial need? Like, I can handle myself. So why would I why would I leave him when you really love somebody? I think that's what makes it so special when you're in a relationship is that no matter what hardship you go through, like you're there. If he's at a 20, like earlier, like I said, if he's at a 20, I'm at an 80 and I pick up where he can't. And for me, that's like very empowering because I like to be the provider 
and I know so so does he so right now like I remember when we were both working we were like okay race to like 200 grand like who can make that in a year like I'll race you like for me for both of us we use that like as motivation to be better for each other but like now when you're going through a rough patch like I take pride in being able to take care of him but also I enjoy him being at home because it's like I come home from work and I'm tired the dogs are taken care of like the dogs are happy because someone's home and then there's food on the table and the apartment's clean and I'm like maybe you should just not work like you should just stay home like I can I can pay for everything you, you can take care of everything at home yeah yeah I, I think that's totally chill you know I think that symbolizes true love and when men when we tend to see an alpha woman like makes the money and stuff like that and then their husband's not making money or things like that we tend to think that this woman would probably leave because we would be like oh you know she's more like about the money like she wants to see her husband be better in every single aspect but you know it's more like true love if this is like happening and then you're still able to still be together and you know have not have no worries i mean you could tell there's no worries right I mean, viewers could see like <laughs> the way she talks about it. The way she talks about it, like yeah. you know, it's it's not superficial. So that's why I kind of wanted you guys on the podcast because it's good. It's good uh, symbolicness. I don't know if that's the right word. It's a good visual representation. No, it's a it's a good representation. Just in, not even visual, but just representation that um, if you really want like a true love, then it'd be kind of like this where you don't worry too much about the money and you see where you could pull weight in certain areas, right? Because I think that true love is, or a relationship should be where people carry each other's weight. So if you're sucking at a few things, then the other person takes care of it, but, and vice versa, right? But if the other person is just doing jack shit, then that's not really a relationship. That's, what was the term used? I think we talked about this online. What? You use a term for this, like it's like being a baby or something. That's not that's not a relationship or I forget. Was Babysitter? it you? I forget. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But like even when we're going through a rough patch, like sometimes like we're tied on money and like we joke around and like I sing him the, the Justin Bieber song, As Long As You Love Me, and we just laugh and we're like, Yeah, we're good. Like it doesn't matter if we're homeless or like hungry for as long as you have each other, like we're good. Yeah. I, I, I think all these podcasts they talk about how men should make money first and then they could date right and then that ties into like why men should pay for like dates and all this shit but then like you're practically saying that the guys who don't have jobs like for example james like mm -hmm. you're practically saying that these people are practically saying that james is not deserving, deserving of, of a relationship yeah. right mm -hmm. and i think that's a little fucked up yeah so i think we gotta change that as a society so yeah I mean, Sandy, would you date, like, a guy if he was unemployed? Yeah, I would. I have. I feel, I, like, I, for me, it's I don't need the guy to be very successful, but I do need a guy um, who's ambitious, mm -hmm. like, always trying to get better mm -hmm. than the day before. I think that's important. Yeah. What, what kept you interested with that guy who was unemployed? What's that? What kept you interested in him? Were you guys dating? Just, or like, guys... because it's really hard for me to like someone. Like, I met guys that have like a lot of good qualities great jobs but just feels like something's missing and i have guys that took me out they would pay for my meals but i didn't feel happy i didn't mm -hmm. feel satisfied so i realized that i don't think that 
money is a solution to everything. You can actually feel really empty if you're with the wrong person. And even though he pays for your meals, it's not like I can't pay for myself. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's really hard to it's really hard to describe when you click with someone. It's not just because, wow, like he checked this off my mm-hmm. list. Right. There's mm-hmm. just something there. You know what I mean? What were some of the commonalities of them? What were they, la- what were they lacking? What was lacking from that? Those past men who just weren't. I just, I don't know. I just didn't, like, I mean, I just didn't feel the chemistry, even though to him there's a lot of chemistry because I can talk to people. I'm a conversationalist. Mm -hmm. But I I can't explain it. I really can't explain Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it just, it's just a feeling. Yeah. You just know when you know. Exactly. I think that's, yeah. (laughs) I think that that was, as cliche as it sounds, I think that when uh, I met Joanne, like, in that. You should fake it. Like, to really just be ready to marry that person. Like, I didn't believe it at first because, you know, you have that bad past. But you know when you know when you get that feeling where you can just have full faith in them and the relationship and not be worried about the worst that can happen. Dude, I feel like such a fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, look at this. There's, like, I feel like it's not not dropping on anything. Do you guys want one? It's turkey potato balls. Yeah. But it's better if you bake it or heat it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'm at the end. Mm. I will eat it now. <laughs> oh, I'll eat it. It's fine. I just downed the whole thing. <laughs> I stuffed it in my mouth. Deep filled in that shit. <laughs> Back to being a host. Sorry, I'm being a fat ass <laughs> right now. Doing a great job. Alright. I think I have one last question, okay? So, you said to me before, uh, Joanne, that... I'm scared. What are you reading? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not bad. Okay. So, you said to me this... You said this to me before, Joanne. So, you said that someone you dated in the past, he teared up the first time you paid for his date. And he was like, none of the girls I've dated before in LA has paid for anything for me. They always ask me to pay. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, no, this is a relationship, not me trying to leech off of you because you have money, right? Yeah. So, James, I want to ask, how often do women pay for you on dates back then? Like, often or not often? I wouldn't let it happen. Um, There was one time where I went on a date with a girl, and um, they did the whole bathroom thing. And, no. When the the check came, and I already knew what it was. Are you serious? Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, I got to go. I'm like, oh, okay. That's like, okay, I'll go ahead and pay. Like, I'm not going to be... Like, I, at that point, I'm just trying to cause less friction and just, like, mm-hmm. get the date over with. I know where it's leading up to. That's totally fine. I go on, like, first dates already having the expectation to just pay because, like, I just don't want to cause any awkwardness Yeah. in that sense. And so, yeah. like, i rather just focus on the connection. So that's why I, I never really had my, my food ever paid for. But I kind of, I like, I, it's more of me just being self-secure. Like, I think me being ready to pay for myself and paying, paying, being able to pay for someone else just shows that I'm ready to have another person be a part of my life. Yeah, but like, say for example, like when she first started paying for like dates and stuff like that, right? Because at the start, you paid for everything, right? Uh, no, we, well, when we started dating, like our first time meeting each other alone, like just us two was in a hotel because it was COVID. Oh. And so he paid for the hotel, but I paid for our food, like, dinner and breakfast mm-hmm. when we were there 
So for me, like, it's yeah. important for me to split things and not depend on him to pay for everything because it's like we're in this together. And I don't like the idea of feeling helpless. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I did want to say that, like, for men, I think it's really, a, <clears throat> like, it means a lot when the girl, like, pays. And I think that's a really high value thing when yeah. you were mm -hmm. able to do that. For example, when you paid for the person you dated before. And then I think that's something that not a lot of men experience. And so when we experience that, we're like a little kid. It's like what you said, like he, he became like a little kid and then he was just like kind of like happy, really happy. Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so you could kind of, you already kind of knew that when a guy gets stuff paid for, he's like super happy. And then I think that's why a relationship kind of goes both ways. And like why it's so important that like sometimes once in a while, like a girl would, would pay too to make the guy feel happy because it's a two-way street mm -hmm. yeah. if it's always the guy paying then it's just a one-way street right so oh what do you guys think about this um one of my girlfriends um so she expects her will sooner be fiance to pay for her meals right but then she told me she contributes in many different ways so it would be like like 60 40 like she wouldn't pay like she would like surprise him with like gifts or she might buy like his plane ticket sometimes like do you think that is 50 50 relationship here even though the guys pays for the meals but she contributes by like doing something else do you think that is still 50 50 uh, you know what I mean? in, in in the perspective of things right if if the guy reciproc or is receiving that as a 50 50 like her doing her part then yeah. yeah it's 50 50 okay. but if if she's just giving out gifts because that's just what she likes doing and the guy doesn't know how to appreciate that or doesn't appreciate that at all then it's not 50 50 you can see that down the road that that may or may not work out um but saying it's a fiance i'm assuming that that's what he it works really, out yeah. mm -hmm. so it depends on the person yeah, yeah ultimately. exactly all right yeah and like think about it like this this is something i've also been thinking about so when a woman goes like oh i expect like a guy to like pay for every time like when he asks me out or like whenever like they go out to eat right so say for example like if the woman decides oh let's go to this place to eat and then he has to pay for all these things right then he'd probably not even want to go out anymore <laughs> right. because it's like yeah. he it's a trap yeah and that's something my my friend experienced recently because every time and everyone always says this right where it's like <clears throat> if the person gets asked out the person that asks that person should pay, right? But it would be her picking the place. And then when she's picking the place, he still he ends up paying, yeah. Mm. So then I'm like, bro, isn't that kind of discouraging? Like, you wouldn't really want to go out anymore? And then, like, if you guys want to have fun together, and then there's this, this wall because you have to pay everything as a man, then you lose out on all the potential fun you guys could have had if you guys just split half half but i guess in some people's minds it's like oh well it's a way to show that you love that person or are interested in that person i don't know i have a funny short story to share uh coming back to like just courting courting girls uh there's one girl who i tried to uh, date in the past and um, i was trying to court them so what i did was like hey i'll pick a place for us to eat for dinner don't worry about it, I'll, and then I'll go ahead and cover it. Uh, went on a date, thought it went well. Um, had some mutual friends that were friends with her, and um, that person, she actually thought I was trying too hard. She would rather prefer to go on a jack-in-a-box date than for me to keep a secretive oh. 
restaurant that I yeah, really I know enjoyed. Girls like that too, yeah. yeah. And then like I just and then you no know, even my boys who are friends with her like like dude you're trying too hard at that point. That's that's like you shouldn't do that. And they're that, so that, ungrateful. Yeah. That kind of not that <laughs> Yeah, that, it's that. Like, if I go too much, <laughs> yeah, it's too much. If I yeah. go too little, it's too little. Too yeah. cheap is too little. Exactly. It's so like, that, what is the goddamn balance, <laughs> man? Yeah. Like, how do I know? It's like kind of like, for example, like during sex, it's like, what's your orgasm point? Like, everyone has different <laughs> orgasm points. Like, what? I have to be a mind reader or what? True. Goddamn. Yeah. So, there's a lot of these like politics that goes on, man. With like the whole dating thing. Okay. So, let's see. Oh, okay. Actually, there's one more that I had in mind here. That this. was really good, by the way. We really have more. I got <laughs> six. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you had it before? The turkey one? No. Oh, I but you have the portals before, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the, yeah. um, the, the regular pe- potato ball with and pork, then the cheese. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you tried their guava cheese? Mm-hmm. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, my God. God make this smaller sorry my screen share okay cool so we have this i think did you send this to me i forget no oh fuck all right God. but you replied to this right i forgot i replied to a lot of your stories <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so the context of this is that like one of my friends got this message from a girl so he was texting this girl okay so she said if you can't pick me up we can go next week lmao and then he said parks or quarters quarters is pretty expensive that's like korean barbecue right yeah, yeah. and then he's like what do you mean to her like pick me up next week what she's trying to say is that like oh if you can't pick yeah. me up then fuck it yeah. like let's just and you know the funny <laughs> thing is that like she drives a tesla she's pretty loaded she she makes a pretty good amount of money she's like pretty well off and successful has time and all that stuff so for this to happen i mean <clears throat> goddamn sorry she laughed about it too like really hard like yeah. look <laughs> oh oh yeah, yeah. She, she also like laughed at him like as if it was a joke like he can't even pick yeah you know mm-hmm. he can't even pick her up and so james i want to ask you this like i'm sure you came across many girls like this right yeah would you as a man be more willing or less willing to go out with girls like this? I need to know the context though. Like, was he not, did he, I guess before in that beginning of the conversation, was he not planning for her to drive her or what, or was he joking around? What was it? How was the conversation going? He was saying that we could meet there and she was like, oh, oh if you're not going to drive me, then let's just shoot for next week. And then she was like, how could you have the urge to ask me to drive to you? Ha 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 ha. Or no, no. Yeah. It was like, he, he would drive them from his house because I think what it is is that she lives more inland and then she would drive to him and then and from he there drive. he would drive to like the LA city so more more <clears throat> next to the beach and stuff like that but then she was kind of making it seem like alright you have to pick me up more inland then let's go pass by your house again and then go to like the city and then it's like that's so the route wasn't efficient if he were to go pick her up yeah and then she's expecting like oh you have to go pick me up and if you don't then how could you have the urge to ask me to drive to you i think like off first first glance and just like if a girl were to be like that i'll I'll be put off i'll be like 
oh, this girl doesn't even like kind of care about me. I really have to do the extra legwork to show that I want her and she may or may not be interested in me at that point. So like, is she worth, you know, going back to pick her up and then get her? Um, If it's just like a hinge match, right? I don't, I haven't met the person before. I don't know how they act in person. So now I'm putting it a lot at risk just to go on a food date. Like I, I would be more of like reluctant to go out with her. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when she drives a Tesla, right? Yeah. Just auto drive that yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like, wouldn't you want it like a girl that who's more submissive that you could kind of like pamper though? When I was like, would I want that? I mean, like I you drive to her because you did say you like to chase a girl, right? Yeah, I mean, I I, I do like to chase. I if it made a lot of sense, like in this case, if she was like on the way, of course, go pick her up, and then we can go, you know, to dinner, and I'll treat her up for dinner. I think it 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 really comes from, um. At what point of dating was I in my life? Was I a fuck boy where I was trying to just be more reserved and protect myself? Probably not. But if it was for me to actually be in a relationship with a person, I definitely would, you know, do the full thing. Yeah. Okay. So I'll give my input on this. I think that, yeah, I would want a girl to be more submissive. But then, like, it comes to a point where, like, if I have to do bitch work all the time for her and it's, like, driving to you more inland when you could just drive to me and it's like we're a team right so you guys are a team you guys are a partnership right Mm -hmm. and i think what's the problem with modern dating is that it's not really a partnership anymore Mm -hmm. it's more like take 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 and it's not really like give anything it's not like trying to like see where we could be balanced and equal and stuff like that that's why i always reiterate on our podcast about equality i think you kind of made fun of that like i was like hey yo i just got this uh new background and stuff like that and she's like i was like is it a neon sign that says equality (laughs) 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 i was like god damn she watches so much of the podcast god damn but yeah i reiterate so much like equality is very important like I know you guys are not like equal, but you guys harmonize into like equality because mm. you guys yeah. pull each other's weight, right? So I think that's very important. And so if it's say for example this case where it's like this guy's got to do extra work when she could just put in just a little, and he still drives way more than her, then you know that's well, like even one thing that I learned on a video that I had seen on Instagram, like as a couple, even if you're not married, for as long as you're serious about each other. Like, when you know how much the other other person makes and they don't make as much as you do, it can't be 50-50. Because it's like, if you guys split everything, let's say couples that live together that aren't married, if you split the rent, like, straight down the middle in half, and let's say I'm well off and he's living paycheck to paycheck because he's helping me pay for half the rent, he's going to end up resenting me because I have fun money that, you know, I don't feel obliged to give it to him. He's not going to ask me for it. So, like, in the video that I was watching, it says that if you really love somebody and you see that they're worth it, you would never split anything down the middle. It would be to what that person is capable of paying, that they're still comfortable, you know, living off of. And for me, like, we had made the decision to, like, get a joint account because of that because I was like, okay, well, you know, we're not making the same. I should be pulling more of the weight. And a lot of women would not do that. You know what I mean? Like, for them, it's just, like, well, it's even equal means 50 50 and it's it's not it's whatever you're capable of giving in the relationship and it always has to like equal 100 yeah i think i agree that it's not always going to be like 50 50 but like what 
equality kind of means to me is you're able to put out like a lot of work and like what you can and that other person like they're kind of expected to like pull the weight where like you you can't you yeah like sometimes it can be 37 i mean sorry 30 70 and the 40 percent you kind of just make it up for right. the other person yeah right and it, it switches like throughout the relationship sometimes yeah. 50 50 sometimes 90 10 you know yeah like, yeah yeah it always fluctuates that's why yeah. like we, it's important to check in with each other yeah yeah so that way it's like you don't end up resenting that person mm-hmm. and the yeah. relationship like flows smoothly i agree yeah a relationship experience that i had was that <clears throat> i was making all the money more of the money like probably like three five times more or so and then i would have to do also house chores and stuff like that so i think also equality is a little bit determined on like if this person is like going the extra mile for extended period of time so that person's gonna get burned out mm-hmm. and say for example that girlfriend of mine or the girl i dated before she could have like i think you got to push yourself a little bit you got to be out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. a little bit more yeah. but if one person is always out of their comfort zone the other person is just really comfortable all the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. like dude no one wants to do laundry dude come on like, this is just <laughs> like I, I mean i mean like i mean i'm pretty sure you don't want to do it but it's just like you you do it because it brings equality it evens out the scale right equality no one wants to do that shit it's like oh i have fun doing laundry <laughs> <laughs> I just like having a clean, clean house. <laughs> she leaves laundry everywhere. That's the one thing like we can't agree on. He does laundry like he'll wash it and then he'll fold it. But I expect him to put it away. Like I'm like, no, put it away. But the reason why I don't put it away is because she likes it in a particular manner. And you know, whenever I ever do it wrong, you no, know, she would point it out. And so if it's a way, particular way she wants to do it, I'll prep everything for her. But I'll just leave her at. I would you say know. to harmonize, you should definitely put it away because she's also driving. <laughs> yeah. She's also driving, you know? She's, she's driving. And what else do you do? I drove here. Or halfway, oh my God, there was halfway. this one time. So he's not a car guy. Like, I know you're a car guy. And yeah. I used to date guys that were like into cars. So I'm pretty well versed with like, you know, changing the brakes and like changing the tires and changing oil. And so this one time he went to the gas station i was with him he went to the gas station to go fill up his tire because he was like oh um it says like the light was on and i was like okay so he took off all the lug nuts because he had to take the the hubcap off he filled the tire and then he put back the hubcap and the lug nuts and i was in the car the entire time and i was like okay cool and then we drove off and i was like did you put it on correctly because there's a noise and he's like no yeah i did I'm pretty sure I did. Like, I made sure it was really tight. And I was like, well, if it's tight, it wouldn't be making a noise. <laughs> and he's like, no, wait, like, wait, it's wait, fine. Why, why did he take off the the, the wheel so his, to fill so up the tire? So his sister had bought him a hubcap because he had a missing hubcap. The hubcap that his sister bought him was too big for the wheel. Uh-huh. And so when you put the hubcap on, you can attach it using the lug nuts, but it covers <clears> the valve. Oh, okay. So he had to take the hubcap off, which means taking off the hubcaps to fill the tire using the valve with air okay that makes sense and then i got out of the car and i like took the what do you call that that the lug nut wrench thing so i took it and then i was like in deadlift position and i like pulled it and like tightened it and it was so loose and i was like what would you do without me and he was like well i thought it was like furniture where like you don't have to tighten it all the way 
not super, not not super tight. Now you're just throwing throwing me under the bus here. What the fuck? But we're all here now. We're all safe now. Now I've learned. This was this was recently. No, No. this was like today. No, 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 this was like a few months ago. Okay, that doesn't turn you off. No, it actually turns me on because I'm like, look at me, look at me, change your car. Oh. Look at me fix your car. That. I think a lot of guys, though, they would complain. They would be like, oh, the too alpha of a woman. I can't have that, right? But I think it's good. I think it's good as long as you find a balance. But the worst is, that we all want to avoid is just like when there's absolutely nothing being done and yeah. kind of like to pull the weight in the other aspects, you know. Anyways, I think that this is a pretty good stopping point. But, but I do have one final, final question that is not on my notes. <laughs> Okay. What suggestion do you guys have for like all the people like right now experiencing modern dating and struggling in relationships? What do you guys have as like a suggestion to them to be more successful with their dating life? I say take the risk of being selfless because it only takes one person to change your entire life. And imagine like had I gone through what I wanted to do initially before I was serious about dating him it would have messed me up really badly and i feel like a lot of people like men and women are going through that kind of like psychological issue because they're not willing to let their walls down like i understand that it's scary to do it but nothing's going to change unless you do it and nothing's going to get better like no risk no reward right so you have to take the risk to be able to find the person that would be like 110 for you yeah i think sandy you could definitely agree with that right i yeah. mean you give I, i've seen you give a lot of guys chances too especially like fuck boys as well so <laughs> like fuck boy history fuck boy history guys uh maybe yeah i'm sure maybe like you I don't just we, look we, at we, someone we, like we history. all have right we all right. have yeah because a lot of women now i think they just see that and they're just like no or they see one ick not necessarily being a fuck boy and they're just like no cut off yeah done mm, yeah. yeah interesting I, I think one takeaway that got me ready to be in a long-term relationship with Joanne was um, one, like, don't see every bond with a girl that you're tr- like as a potential to date. Like, don't try to do that. Try to have that respect. Love will come find you. And one other thing is that, like, that really challenged me was that with a bunch of failed relationships, I thought that love will never, like, I guess, find me in that sad boy area. But it was more of, like, love comes in, a lot of different ways more than just with a partner so the more you're yourself you're opening yourself up to love with friends and family right that will allow you to you know open up for love for a potential partner so that will kind of get you into that selfless stage in your life where you'll be ready and you know hopefully that person's ready for you that was very valiant valiant <laughs> ending speech <laughs> all right cool we're gonna end it here thank you guys watching for the controvert podcast Make sure to subscribe if you guys want to see more content like this. And DM us if you guys want to be a good guest speaker. Do you guys have anything else you guys want to say? Last take. Final take. Follow on Instagram at Mahalita with three A's. Cool. Like <laughs> uh-huh. No, uh-huh. IG? No, it's all good. <laughs> no, okay. no? All right, cool. All right. Thank you guys for watching. And thank you guys for coming. Um, thank you, Sandy, for coming as well. We will see you guys next time on Controvert Podcast. Peace out. <laughs>